I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. What's up, homies? It's me, the Don Juan Delanooch himself, Adam Pacora, And welcome to another Requiem for a Tuesday. And, uh, you know, I'm energized, chugged uh, an insane amount of water. It's flowing through me. Took a dump, feeling light, feeling energized, and uh, feeling angry. You know, I'm over it. I'm done. Okay? The, the pot's about to boil over, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what's about to happen. Um, so we'll get to that in a second. I guess I'll just start uh, do my regular old plug the Plugarinos here. Rate, review, subscribe to this show. Uh, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you would like. All of them, you know, if you're feeling supportive. If you want to be the brassiere I never had, that would be great. Uh, grab some merch while you're at it. rfat.bigcartel.com Um... You know, if you buy merch, maybe I'll be able to afford my own website. You know, you don't got to go to that. Just saying. You know, everybody, everybody's a critic. Uh, just kidding. Uh, Wolf X, Multiplex, good music, fun music, dance music, crazy music, whatever you want. It's all there. Uh, you know, Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, do your thing. Check out Microwave Minutes, RFAT Audio Podcast Network. All linked in the description. Linktree slash RFAT. Follow me on Instagram, Adam.RFAT. You know, email us, rfatpodcast at gmail.com. We're accessible. Access us. That is all. It's time. It's time. Okay, I've been stewing. I've been angry. I've been thinking. And I mean, like, I can't believe that I have to do this. Like, again. You know what I mean? How many times am I going to have to come onto the show and do this? I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't have the answers. If I had the answers, I wouldn't I wouldn't be so angry. <laughs> you know what I mean? So hopefully this is the last time. I don't want to talk about politics, but like it also feels weird to just record an episode and be like, "Oh, by the way, saw Die Hard with a Vengeance the other night." And it's just like, ah, you know, which, trust me, trust me, I would much rather be talking to you about that. Hopefully we still have time at the end, you know. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Depends how into this I get. Um, But I, I don't want to. Like, it just, it just doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense for me to ignore the whole thing that happened. Um, But I, I'm over all of it. I'm over all of it. Literally, everybody needs to pump the brakes, and we just need to chill. I've been trying to say that. I've been trying to say this. You know, I just think that if you're out there promoting any type of anything that is chaotic or crazy, I'm done. I'm over it. You're just as bad as everybody else. It's too much. I don't want it. <laughs> you know, I don't know how else to put it. Um, you know, let's just take a look at what actually happened here, Okay. Let's let's put things into perspective. Okay, let's put the fish in the tank. 
This isn't the Pacific Ocean. All right? A bunch of fucking crazy lunatics thought they could undo or whatever they thought. Who knows what they thought? They're crazy people. Okay? You know, they thought that they could just, like, show up and the government would change. Be like, nope, you're not going to certify this. Okay? That doesn't make any sense. You know? It's like, focus. If that happened in a movie, you'd be like, all right, this isn't good. Where's the plan? (laughs) You know what I mean? There's no plan here. Okay? It's a preposterous idea. It's not a coup. It's troubled, deeply troubled, delusional people. Like, they have no grip on reality. It's offensive to coups. (laughs) You know what I mean? If you ask somebody... In South America or, you know, wherever the fuck coups happen, I don't know. But if they're like, hey, is this is this a comp? How would you rate this coup? You know, low rating. Not a good coup. You know what I mean? Let's use words that are appropriate. Everybody wants a headline. I mean, come on. Like, mouth-breathing conspiracy theorists are not going to undo the United States. There's too much money in it, frankly. (laughs) That's really just it. There's too much money for these idiots to ruin anything. Like, I can't believe I have to clarify that. Apparently, it's not apparent. But everybody just wants to give idiots all this credit. I, let's make the South a punchline again. How's that for a hat? <laughs> you know? Or wherever. Who cares? You know? Because of Zoom, you can be an idiot anywhere now. Yeah, it was great. I teleconferenced in. I mean, in all honesty, like, the timing of it, it kind of makes sense. I mean, it fits. Well, It reminds me of what I talked about last week's episode. You know, I was talking about the vow. You know, if it looks like a cult... If it walks like a cult, it's probably a cult. I just, uh, like, the failure to recognize that is just as stupid as the existence of it itself, you know? (laughs) It's just, like, this weird circular logic of idiots that are just so extreme that they can't just be like, oh, that grass is green. You know, like, a guy cons his way... And suckers a lot of people, fucks them over, ruins their lives, doesn't care in the process. Whatever it takes. It's all one selfish, deeply disturbed person. You know what I mean? It's pure narcissism destroying everything in their path. With victory being the only thing. Whatever that victory may be. You know what I mean? And like, people have to realize it for themselves. They were saying it in the vow. Um, they said it on last podcast on the left. Like I referenced, they were talking when they were doing the Heaven's Gate episode. They talked about how the members of the cult, you know, you just have to realize it. Someone can tell you straight to your face, but it's like if that's where your mentality is, you're not just going to believe someone. You know what I mean? There has to be like a moment of clarity, if that makes sense. It's like we're in the same situation with, with these dumb fucks. You know what I mean? It is the same situation. Like, some people might not ever wake up. Like, it it sucks. But, I mean, we got to take reality into account here. You know? 
Like, are you afraid of Scientologists taking over California? Like, because that 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 would be just as crazy. Well, honestly, that sounds even more plausible. If anything, maybe we should keep an eye out on that. <laughs> but like, you get my point. You know what I mean? Like, are we worried that all the Mormons in Utah are gathered to one day uprise and take over? And that's offensive to Mormons because I just called Mormons a cult. It's a little culty, but you know, whatever. They're chilling, so who cares? And I guess that's the point. Like these people are not chilling, but what I'm what I mean is like let's not take them for anything other than what they are. Like let's look at face value here. This isn't like a desirable group of people for anyone. Like this is the low of the low, and that's why all the things that come out. It's like oh, this guy lived with his mother in the basement, and he's on bipolar medicine. It's like yeah. You know, these things all check out. This isn't like, like I said, this is not a group with a plan or anything. They don't know what's going on. You know, it's all rooted in conspiracy theories. I mean, they're like, it's literally not based on anything. And we're going to try to act like this is a threat. Like the threat is stupidity and lack of healthcare. You know what I mean? Like we should probably try to help more people and prevent this. You know what I mean? We need more education. But I mean like come on, if you can stand in the middle of what's going on and like comfortably just like whip out your phone, put a little TikTok together and post it and like have little chats with people, odds are you're not in a coup. You know? It's like a Jeff Foxworthy joke. <laughs> you might be a dumb fuck. I mean, like here here's what here's what happened. The fucking morons in your GOP, the good old boys, you know, keeping keeping the integrity of something together, I guess, they think. They egged on Donnie Boy for the entire four years, let's be honest. Uh but even Throughout the entire pandemic, just kept smirking condescendingly at uh, all the anger and misery (laughs) throughout the entire country that they're supposed to be helping. You know, they had a great time just making everyone lose their shit until it got real for them. You know, the second people showed up at their door, it wasn't funny anymore. There's no little games, you know. When they realize that, oh, he doesn't have our backs. We just have his for no reason. It's like they had to have their moment of clarity. Because, like, yeah, to us, it's like, yeah, no shit, he doesn't have your back. I mean, it's amazing that any of the supporters think it, too. Like, how did you just figure it out? I still don't get it. You know what I mean? But I'm not susceptible to joining a cult. So, you know, it never it never stood a chance. You know, so, like, there, there's a weird flip-flopping where it's like, oh, cause they're down to impeach him now. So it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, good for you. It's like, no, 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 you fucked up. You fucked this whole thing up. It's all could have been avoided. You know, people fucking died at this thing, you know? I'm not trying to make, like, light light of it. It's still, like, very not good and, like, disturbing, but uh, we got to rake it in a little bit. Like... I don't know. You don't get to like be complicit in a crime for a long time and then because you had a change of heart, you're all of a sudden not guilty. You know, it's just weird. It's like 
all you have to do is like appease Twitter at the moment and it's like you're good. I don't know. That's a weird thing. And I mean like if you were at if you were with me, not necessarily like with me, you know what I mean? But if you were out at any protest this summer, um as I was, then I think that we should just be in agreement that no one should be killed senselessly, period. So uh the idea that uh like the police were quote unquote complicit kind of bothers me, you know, not on their side <laughs> by any means, but I mean it wasn't like yeah, let's do this. I mean like the officers died. So like should you show a little respect before you just like outlash? I don't know. Like if your thing is that people should die, like if you're like, yeah, fuck it, it was a cop, well then like I am not on your side. Don't want him to die. You know? <laughs> just want to change the funding. Let's focus. You know, except them. You know, not even the murderers. Put them in jail for life. Have them deal with that. You know, not a death penalty guy. That's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I just I just think it's weird to think that like they're like, yeah, let's allow this. Let's allow murder. Like, yes, it was incited. But uh, and there are weird videos of them like letting them do stuff. Sure. But I mean, they obviously also like got it shut down. <laughs> right. Because they would have fu- who knows they would have done. They would have burned down the fucking Capitol building. You know, like it had to be stopped. Um. It's just like, it's not like there weren't consequences is all I'm saying. All the responses I seem to see are just like, how can we allow it? It's like, we didn't allow it. Like, it happened and then it was stopped. It's not like, yeah, bring it on. You know, one guy, like, caused the whole stir. It's not that it was like a group project where he, like, hired a million, you know what I mean? And was just like, yeah, let them all in and do all this. And then... Everybody will just go home and we'll be good. It's like, no, that's not what went down. Like, I thought that we were all pretty clear and in agreement that, like, cops don't prevent crime anyway. They just respond to it. So, you know, there's that. You know, the the criminals are going to go to jail. They caught them. I mean, they're probably going to get fucked up. I hope they do. Hope they get the shit kicked out of them. Um, and, yeah. So... I mean, it's simple. Just, like, read the whole story next time, you know? And, like, even if that were the case and it, like, was allowed and it was, like, the cops were, like, on board with it. What's the, where's the shocker? You know what I mean? We got to get them defunded. <laughs> we need somebody else in there. That's a whole thing anyway. So it's, like, I, I don't know how it's, like, a breaking news thing. It's, like, we've been over this part. It's, like, you really got to stress this? It's just, like, can we just take a win for once i mean this is why people need to watch sports it's important you need to learn how to win and lose not that i'm good at it you know what i mean i'm a trash talker and then i don't lose like well but i'm not about to go kick dogs <laughs> in the street you know what i mean it's just like sportsmanship's important you know what i mean i can shake somebody's hand and still be a little bitch about it you know, internally. Like, it's over. They can't handle the loss. That's fine. They didn't handle the win well either. It's like, you we, you got to be a good sport, even if the other person is not a good sport. 
Like, that's the whole idea. Like, no matter what. And, like, it's tough, but, I mean, it's kind of the whole point. You know, you can't be fucking Anthony Miller or Javon Wims throwing punches. And don't worry. I'll get to that in a second. That's also a part of it. You know, I'm fucking dealing with a broken heart right now. And I'm letting all the fireworks fly. Jesus. You know? Just, like, maybe, maybe the police's identity hasn't changed. You know? Like, kind of fits your own narrative, so I don't know. Anyway, like, you know, I'm just, I, the other side of it too, like, if there there are people who, who showed up, didn't do anything technically, like, you showed up, and it's just like, that's dumb. You showed up in support, oh, you're dumb. <laughs> you know, you're a fucking idiot. You got gypped, and your entire life is kind of a sham. Um, you know, they get back and it's like, oh, your job's gone. You got fired. It's like, well, how does that make any sense? You know, isn't their life sad enough that they fell for all this? They fucking go all the way to D.C. from wherever they're from. And then like just because somebody caught them on a on a TikTok, you got to lose your job. Stop making people lose their job. What is this obsession with like getting people fired? I'm pro worker more than I, anything. <laughs> like, let's let's get these people employed. Let's get out. Let's get more people hired. You know, what people do in their private business is their business. Sorry, it's like stop. Why do you fucking care? I mean, people are allowed to think whatever they want. <laughs> you know, it's none of your business. Just fucking leave it alone. It sucks. They suck. Don't talk to them. Problem solved. I mean, come on. Like, if it was the inverse and your boss was a trumpet and fired you because you were on video at a BLM protest, it'd be pretty, pretty terrible, wouldn't it? That would be pretty horrific and a terrible feeling. And see, the initial easy counter-argument is like, yeah, but they're bad. And it's like, yeah, they are bad. They don't think that they're bad. That's one thing. And, like, two... As I said, can't stress it enough, you know, people can do whatever they want. (laughs) And a lot of people are dumb and shitty. And that's just reality. I don't know how that's news. Especially when there's like a million fucking people just like smoking weed on their break at work. It's like imagine if somebody fucking ratted you out for that. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're going to act like these people doing things in private on their own time, should lose their job. You technically should get fired every day. Just remember that. Oh, you had a party coming up, so you grabbed an extra pack of napkins because nobody would notice and it wouldn't make a difference? Yeah, you're probably right, but you should be fired. But no, everyone on fucking Earth and on the Internet, apparently, is the greatest model citizen that has ever existed, and yet I have yet to meet a person in person who I'm like, wow, what a great guy. Really just selfless and uh, doing all the right things. Doesn't happen. Can't find them. It's not real. You know? Like, I hate what they stand for too, but it's not my problem. Shouldn't be yours. Go get a cheeseburger. I don't know what to tell you. Stop trying to be a fucking narc. Nobody likes a snitch. You know? Uh... I, 
I don't know how this has become a thing that now being a snitch is cool. It's the worst. Nobody's ever liked it. And uh, I'm certainly still going to keep my mouth shut. That shit comes back around. That's all I'm saying. You know? And, like, it's just, like, where where is all this outrage, outcalls of, like, domestic terrorism coming from? Come on. Come on. Where was that when there was a literal occupation thing going on in Portland? That shit got way out of hand. You know what I mean? I don't even know what I was thinking of it at the time, but it's certainly got so crazy that I was like, I don't even want to follow this story anymore. Like, these people are outlandish. Like, this isn't going to go well. And no, you shouldn't throw people in vans. You know? Also not good. None of that was good. That was all bad. You know, sometimes you realize it late. I don't know. I don't even remember where I was at. So much shit so much shit just keeps going down. I can't even keep track of what my own thoughts used to be. But I mean, like... That's pretty much literally terrorism. I don't know, actually. Who the fuck am I? That's what I'm saying. Like, who are you people to make these calls? Insane. You know? And it's just like... I mean, when you're directly yelling at someone and protesting them, they're probably going to be more aggressive. Right? So, like, that situation got escalated a whole lot higher because it's like, fuck you, hate you, goodbye. There's a lot of tension, you know? I was at the... The local ones, it was intense, you know? I was ready to throw down if it called for it. But, I mean, like, the same example. Like, if the Nexium people showed up protesting something, odds are the cops are going to be a little less confrontational. They're like, oh, look at these dumb fucks. It's different when somebody is one organized, two, like, has a plan, three is a threat, (laughs) you know, to, like, actually make a change and make a difference. That's a big factor. And four, especially when it's directly related to the people there, like, they're probably not going to take a liking to it too much. So it's like there's a lot of factors at play, you know? Can we just, like, use context? I mean, come on, you know? I always wondered why I had to cite my sources in my papers, and it's because people will make things up. Never crossed my mind. I was like, of course I got this from somewhere. You know what I mean? I don't want to do this. <laughs> if it were up to me, I'd be copying and pasting. This doesn't show any ability to do anything. Yes, I know how to read. But you get what I'm saying? Like, can we can we do the math? You know? I mean, I'm breaking a lot of news here. But, I mean, just come on, you know? And if you didn't know something else, I can add... I can add Yet another juicy detail to this news story. Uh, apparently, huh, just as I thought, Twitter isn't real. Huh. Who would have thought? Just because someone can't tweet doesn't mean they don't exist. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's relax. You know how easy it is to get a Twitter account deleted? Don't look at it. Don't follow it. Don't go on Twitter, period. Delete the app entirely. Now all of Twitter has been deleted. Isn't that magic? Problem solved. You know, it's a voluntary service. Like, what? what's the celebration for? It's like, it's pretty sad, you know? Get a life. 
you are so excited that a guy can't tweet, you know, and you can break it down any way you want. That's that's the that's it. That's a hundred percent it. Because like, just so you guys know, still has the launch codes. It's uh still still a lot of problems going on. You know, real real issues are still in play for the time being. I think we'll be fine. You know what I mean? It's just a big baby. Throwing a little tantrum. I think that uh I think we'll be alright. But like what, if I get ten thousand Instagram followers, is the world gonna celebrate? Like is this something? Are we now just making the internet the only place where things can exist and be accomplished? You know? What the fuck? Like, I hate to break up your circle jerk, but, like, all these paragraphs on your thoughts or, like, your deep, profound reality, they're not contributing to anything. They're just making me not want to go on Instagram. And I like Instagram, so stop ruining Instagram, you know. I'm stuck in my house. Not a lot to do. like to open it up and maybe be entertained. You know, I get it. You're bold, and you're profound, and uh, you're really progressive, and you've got all the answers, you know? And uh, you're a really big activist because you typed a lot of stuff in your post uh, that says the same things as everybody you know. You guys all said the same thing. But good to know that you guys think something. (laughs) We're all really impressed. Don't really see the accomplishment there. But, hey, pat yourself on the back. That's fine. You want to be a bad sport. I can't stop you, you know. You know, I've seen quotes. This is not a protest, which uh, the people there claim. This is terrorism. Who do you sound like? Does that remind you of anything? Any other previous conversations? Like, what? what's going on? <laughs> like, which all the way... By the way, we talked about something being offensive to coups, also offensive to terrorism. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I'm a terrorist, I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. These people? What's next? Are you going to call me a professional comedian? I mean, come on, let's just face facts. <laughs> you know, things are what they are at the time. You know, I saw 9-11 happen when I was six years old. Bunch of mass shootings after that. A bunch. A bunch. Didn't see them, luckily, so that's good, I guess. (laughs) You know, whatever. Still tragic, still terrible. And it's like, how does that compare to a bunch of knuckle-draggers fucking taking pictures at a desk? You know what I mean? Like, insanity. And, like, what is, even if it is, like, what is you just stating it going to do? Up. Somebody called it terrorism on their Instagram story. Everybody, let it sink in. Let it sink in. This is deep and this is real now. I'm on board. How about you go down to the DA's office or whatever, call call the people in Langley, and you get to work. You know what I mean? How about you go to school for whatever? political science or criminal justice or whatever and you just get out there and go handle it you know leave me out of it like can we just have fun i just want to have fun 
Like we made it. Stop with the glorifying and the and the continued let's just keep screaming. Just shut the fuck up. You know, you got to be the bigger person. Like you know, for someone who is quote not your president, you certainly seem to spend every fucking waking second thinking about this guy. You know? You and his supporters have that in common. Like, I don't know. Contradictions drive me insane, and there's just too many. There's a million of them. There's too many to deal with. It's like, I just don't get it. Wouldn't you rather just talk about movies? You know? See my point? I don't want to do this. I don't want any of this. (sighs) But here we are, you know? Jesus. I am kind of glad I got that off my chest. I also feel like I could probably say a billion more things and do the whole hour. Um, But also, Tim Dillon did a really good job, as he always does, you know, one of the best to do it. But go watch Tim Dillon's newest episode or listen to it uh, if this wasn't good enough or if this was good. Either way, you know, just just a nice recommendation for you people. By the way, I think it goes without saying that all the yous that I threw in there were just general. Don't take it personally. That's right, I'm talking to you, listener. Wasn't that fun? I broke the fourth wall there. Um, but yeah, I don't want to just ramble on and say the same things over and over again. You get the point. You know what I mean? There's just an endless list of just more things that it's just like everybody's just being as dumb as everybody else. And it's just fu- I don't like anybody. <laughs> What side am I on? Neither side. I want to go to Canada. Or whatever. Or not. I just I just want I just want to move on. Move past it. Press onward. Let's do it. Foot on the gas. You know? Cause who knows what would have happened if I didn't get this out, you know? <laughs> Maybe we would have wrangled a group together. We could have tried to take over Air Force One. Uh, remember everybody, it's a comedy show. (laughs) Tell your friends, you know, if you want more fun like this. Um, but real quick, in all seriousness, it's good that he got banned from Twitter. I will say that. Celebrating it is fucking lame and sad though. You know what I mean? Let's just chill, you know, care about important things, please. Not that that's not important, but you know what I mean? Like, it's a weird thing to just, like, jump for joy over. It's like, who fucking cares, you know? Yeah, he's upset about it. He's pathetic and sad. Like, stop stooping to the level. I just don't get it. Um, Like, because, you know, normally I'm anti-censorship, like, 100%. But, I mean, I get the context of it being, like, the president. He can't be doing that. But I think he should get it right back. Like, the second Biden is officially the guy, give it right back to him. I mean, let him let him try to do something like that again. See how it goes, you know? Without any actual power behind him, there's no impact. He's just a fucking guy. Let that citizen try to incite a riot. Fine with that, you know? Just be a win for everybody, then. <laughs> if he goes to fucking jail or whatever. And then maybe we can shut up about it then. I don't know. I just want everybody to shut up about it, you know? He also just wins every time he's popular. That's like the whole thing. It's, I don't know. 
Seems pretty clear. Seems pretty clear. And who knows what the conglomerates are going to decide the news is going forward. Right? Because the narratives have already shifted a million different ways this whole time. So it's going to be a fun year. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're already... We're already... Can't wait to see what buzzwords and crazy, you know, outlandish exclamatory things get said that aren't entirely true. And uh, what panic we get into next. It's going to be fun. God, I hope the sky just rains down Xanax (laughs) at some point. I don't know how we can make that happen. I think Bill Gates probably knows how to control the weather. I'm sure plenty of people do. Um, so if we can somehow manifest clouds of Xanax uh, moisture or whatever precipitation, I, I don't even remember the terms. Cumulonimbus, uh, that would be great. You know, we can all use a nice little, nice little Xan to go through our skin and chill everybody the fuck out. Christ. You know? Because here I am now being mad because people are mad. It's like, well, this is just as fucking stupid. I'm aware of it. <laughs> it's the beautiful irony. Exponential growth only. We've talked about this. Uh, but real talk, I really did watch Die Hard with a Vengeance the other day. <laughs> uh, hard pivot. And uh Wow. You know, the hype was right. And I got to say, typically typically a franchise like that would be incredibly unappealing to me. I just don't really think, I mean, there are zero action franchises that are good as a whole. Like, you're going to jump Terminator. It's like, first one's good. Second one, obviously unbelievable. And then falls off a cliff. It's gone. So it's like, lose that, and they just keep making them, so it just keeps getting worse, you know? The Terminator franchise is like the M&M of movies. Real strong start. Sad, sad, sad continuations. You know, and then there's like a million Rambos. Whatever. They they always either do too many or whatever, or they're never that good to begin with. There's a hundred Fast and the Furious. And I don't want to watch any of them. Die Hard's always things when like, oh, these are different, these are different. And it's like, mm, Hard to say, because you watch the first one now and everybody's obviously ripped it off so much that it's kind of hard to see that. Um, But I get the point, and it honestly is. It's really good. Incredibly well done. The first one's great. Alan Rickman, you know, everything about it. Really good. Uh, Exceeded expectations because the status, I guess, is so high that I'm just like, there's no way. You know what I mean? Like a really highly regarded like all-timer, usually I'm able to set my expectations a little bit lower. Which is really just good advice for all facets of everything at all times. Um, I will say, the actually I'll get to this in a second, but uh, I'll, okay, the biggest surprise is that the just the sheer amount of gruesome and extreme death, and vi- like not just violence, but like so much murder uh that was the most jarring thing but uh this and then this so the second one it's just like on first watch that lives up but then like the way it sits with you not good pretty much a typical sequel 
They went bigger and better, and they wowed you, and it worked. And then afterwards, like, yeah, that wasn't as good. And it just wasn't. It was still pretty good. Um, They blew up a fucking plane of people. Like, true, insane, like, terrorism happens (laughs) in these movies. Like, it is no exaggeration of any kind. And it's all, like, pretty realistic, I would say. Like, you could kind of... You could kind of buy it, especially the first one. Um, But yeah, just a lot of crazy shit. And then the third one, which is fun, they like completely flip the formula. Like the first two movies are basically the same movie. And then they flip the formula entirely. They had a buddy thing. Samuel L. Jackson crushes it. As always. I mean, he's in like all the best movies ever remarkable um but so the strongest start of any of these movies by far i mean you're thrown into it within like six minutes and you don't really know what's going on and this guy's like telling riddles and shit that don't make any sense and it's just a ton of fun and they're plowing around new york city real locations huge and it looks fucking awesome and, like, always in old movies, they're just, like, fucking flying through New York City. And it's like, wow, this is cinematic gold. And it's like, oh, I guess we should we, we should figure out a way to let people film there like that again. We got to shut down big parts of the city. If we want good set-piece movies, I mean, come on. And so, like, off the bat, I'm, like, in. Because um, the other ones are confined to indoor spaces. The whole thing is, like, he's sneaking around these buildings doing this, doing these things. This one's like, no, no, no. We're going to send you on a goose chase all over New York City. It's like, I'm 100% in on that. Um, I'm a big fan of just like when a movie can do that. Accurately portray what a city has, where it has it, like how big it is. But also just like, you know, making it a character in the movie. And now as a guy who is not... A New Yorker. I don't know that they portrayed anything in there accurately. They mentioned getting all over the place, you know, in timing would be impossible anyway. So especially the crazy things they had to do to do that, would that still even have worked? Who knows? It was enough that I bought it. Although there was a point where I think they were at, like, either the southern tip of Manhattan or, like, even in Brooklyn. I don't really remember. But I know they were very far from Yankee Stadium, and he's just like, go to Yankee Stadium. And then they just cut, and he's just at Yankee Stadium. I guess that implies that he got there, no problem. He just hopped on the subway or whatever. But uh, it was weird considering they showed, like, every single movement that happened. And, like, them getting from every point to every point, and then they just cut that. I'm guessing, like, a bunch of shit got cut from this movie. Uh, Because it still clocked two hours, and it does run too long. Uh, because, like, halfway through, the movie shifts, and then that's when you find out why it's a Die Hard sequel. I guess they, like, they took this script from just, like, some movie, and they're like, nah, fuck it, let's make it Die Hard. And that's pretty sick, to be honest. Big fan of the repurposefulness. I think, realistically, that's the best way to write a sequel, is just write another movie, and then just put the characters in. Uh, cause otherwise you're going to end up with Die Hard 2. You're going to end up with the same movie twice. We don't want the same movie twice. We think we do, 
But then if you do that, everybody just gets mad. Um, but then it just becomes, then it truly becomes Die Hard 3 in the second half, and it's a chase down against Alan Rickman's brother, who's like, Jeremy Irons is like, yeah, he does a good job, but at the same time, I feel like he could have easily been replaced with Hank Azaria, and it would have been equally as effective. So I don't really know what that says about it, but, (laughs) you know, he was good, but like, was he? I don't know. A little cartoonish. A little too German. You know what I mean? Look at how German I am. Not a fan. Um, But shout out to Die Hard, you know, for just constantly making the white man the enemy, you know. that <laughs> They have not steered away from that. And there's a lot of fun little racial play. Bet- <laughs> racial play, that doesn't sound good. Uh, between Samuel L. and Bruce Willis. You know, a lot of like, why? Because I'm black? And he's like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> We're trying to stop terrorists. Can you focus, please? Uh, which is good and fun. And I think we could use a little bit of that, you know, now. Let's let's lighten up, you know, in certain situations. When it applies, you know. Pretty obvious, I hope. But you never know. Apparently nothing is clear and obvious anymore. Um... And, you know, they, they they continued the same tropes of, like, these aren't superheroes, but then they'll kind of do something that's, like, nobody could ever do at the same time. That was, like, one of the biggest things I took away from the first Die Hard, where they're like, oh, look at him, he's a regular guy. It's like, yeah, well, what regular guy is doing this? So let's take it all easy a little bit. I mean, come on. Uh, but they continue that. Like, at one point, Samuel Jackson's like, I'm going to jump off this bridge. And he's like, dude, you can't. <laughs> and he's like, you sure? He's like, yeah. You know. And that was good. I like that. I, mean, I like a nice little reality check in the middle of the movie. Like, let's fucking rein it back in for a second. That was fun. And then they do something just as insane to get on the boat they're trying to get on anyway. You know, they end up, like, throwing a crane... And attaching it to something on the boat and then like fucking zipping <laughs> via an SUV rope thing with a crane. You know what I mean? And then like an SUV gets pulled off the bridge by the boat. You know what I mean? It's, and it's more insane than if he would have just jumped and survived, to be honest. Uh, but it's fun. It was all fun. This one was the most fun. For sure. The least grim, although pretty terrible deaths. Um, a lot of uh, we're blowing up parts of New York City. You know, domestic, like this is dom- domestic terrorism, truly. Um, You know, and then you find out it's part of a heist. That's fun. Everybody loves a good heist. Pretty good. Pretty clever plan, I would say, too. You know, the Grubers, they really... They really do a good job, and I think that's another part, is that, like, these plans are not so overcomplicated. Like, they're pretty ambitious and expensive, especially this one. But, like, they're clever. They're creative. You can follow them. You understand what they're trying to accomplish. All of that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I knew I was going to be angry today, so I didn't really have a whole 
other third thing. But but so my overall point is, I think that had it somehow kept its momentum or maybe just been shorter, it just dragged on too long. I probably would have said that it was the best one because like the first hour of Die Hard Three is easily the best of the entire series. Um, and now I saw the fourth one when it came out, and that one was PG thirteen and uh, way different, which I didn't know. Because I saw that was the first one I saw, so I thought it was good. I remember the thing at the time was like, "How can they make it PG thirteen? That's a disgrace." I didn't realize how much fucking crazy death there was in all the Die Hard movies. You know, given the title, maybe should have thought about it a little bit. That's on me, I guess. Um, but it was fun. I liked it. I'm a Justin Long fan. That's well established on the show. Uh, Timothy Oliphant's in it. And uh, I don't know how well it would hold up. I haven't seen it probably since. Just because while they were ahead of their time on doing like a cyber terrorism movie. uh, Don't know how well that tech might look now. Uh, And then apparently the newest one is like unwatchable garbage. So that's fine. And I will say that the fourth one, the way I remember it, was a little more traditional. So they probably just stayed that way. They're like, let's just make this him murdering a bunch of people because for some reason, middle-aged actors just love doing action movies where all they do is murder for an entire movie and it doesn't matter what the plot is or anything. So that's my guess on what the newest one is like. Um, And also, biggest whiff of all time, with not biggest whiff of all time, but obviously, uh, but with Die Hard 2 being called Die Hard 2, I know that its subtitle was Die Harder. Just call it Die Harder. Because now all the other ones don't have numbers and you're fucking up your title continuity. You can't do that. Drives me insane. Uh, But official Die Hard ranking... This was a a loose thing, I know. How in-depth am I going to go? Everybody fucking knows. Go watch Die Hard. Who cares? (laughs) Go watch the third one, is my point. Uh... Because I've been hearing that it's underrated. Boy, is everybody correct. But my rankings are going to be 1, 3, 4, 2, 5. Just because I haven't seen 5. And uh, 2 is... If you've seen 1, you don't need to see 2. So that's why that one falls. At least I can watch Justin Long. (laughs) So that's my diehard piece. Okay? And now that we got that out of the way, fuck. It's time for everybody's favorite segment, Sports Corner. And uh, my heart is broken. My heart is broken. But we're just going to go one game at a time in order, and I'll get there. I'm not ready to get there, but uh, I'll get there. Uh, So Colts, Bills, Bills won. Not a surprise. I said it at the beginning of the year. I don't know what they're expecting with Phillip Rivers. You know, congrats, you made the playoffs. You only missed the playoffs last year because, you know, Jacoby Brissett got hurt. It's not his fault. And Adam Vinatieri was horrific and cost them at least one game, which I think would have gotten them in or could have. Uh, So I just don't see you could have just built on that. And now what? You're going to bring him back? And it's like, what? You're going to lose in the first round again? You know, maybe make it to the divisional. If you're lucky, make it to the championship game. Like, that guy's not going to the Super Bowl. We all knew that. 
and you could have had a youthful team and really built on something. And, you know, Brissett still seems to be involved. They could probably plug him in. Who knows if they end up with Wentz or Foles or whoever. Um, all I know is that if I'm an Eagles fan, furious, they're about to fire Doug Peterson. They should, frankly. He seems like he's a fucking idiot. Um, but it's like, man, they really let all the wrong people leave because Frank Reich is a great fucking coach and that team is fucking awesome. Uh, I, I don't know. They can figure out the QB thing. Maybe they'll do it. Josh Allen is insane and the bills are insane. They're so good. And the defense is back. I, I Again, I still think they could rep the AFC. Still wouldn't surprise me. We'll get to the next round picks when I get there. Um, he tried to fuck up the game and throw it away, though, at the end. Like, he had, like, a fucking boneheaded play. He almost ruined it. Uh, the refs literally tried to keep the Colts in it, and they still couldn't fucking win. So, fuck Phillip Rivers. Whatever. That's that. Uh, Rams with a stunner over Seattle. I was like, Russ got this. Russ got this. And all these people can say as much as they want that the Seahawks offense was struggling towards the end of the year. Yeah, that's true. They got dominated. Okay. Russell Wilson was 11 for 27 for 174 yards. He had one of the worst games of his career. His QBR was 17. (laughs) Like, he was awful. And uh, that's scary because the Rams' offense was awful as well. And that's because they're actually just not good. You know, they, they lost to a dude with a broken thumb. So that's really scary. Their defense going forward. I whiffed on that. Uh, I did not take the Rams' D that that seriously to where they could just dominate somebody. But uh, they certainly did. Jalen Ramsey is unbelievable. Aaron Donald, you don't even need to mention it. But they, boy, we all thought that they were, I thought they were going to be fucked. They were in that whole cap hell thing, no picks. That's still a thing. But they made all the trades they needed to make, and it worked out. That D is nuts. Um, Bucks, Washington, no shocker. Uh, Brady just makes these long, big plays look so easy and routine. It's scary. I heard somebody say they're like he's boring somehow, and it's like yeah, it kind of is. It's weird. They're either like incomplete or they're just like twenty-yard plays that happen in like one second, and the throw is like it's it looks like a Madden play the way that they play, and you know. Everybody's saying about the bad teams that got into the playoffs, like the Bears. It's like, well, you know, you can't be upset with who you play. It's like an old trope that players say. Don't You can't feel sorry. Like, you know, you play who's on your schedule. Playing all those bad teams in a row is probably the best thing that could happen to them because they got on a fucking roll going into the playoffs. And uh, they're a real threat, too. I don't know. But, you know, those two Saints games before doesn't look good. We'll get there. Uh, but I mean, and then I'm surprised Washington was even in it. I thought it was going to be a blowout. I was a little nervous, but it's just like they they just didn't have the offense in the end. So kind of not a surprise. And I mean, they're doing it with just Leonard Fournette. Ronald Jones had a killer season. So if he can come back and I mean, like Antonio Brown's their third receiver and he was the best receiver in the NFL for like six years. <laughs> You know, and he's only two years removed from that. It's not like it's been a while. Like literally the season before last, he had like 100 catches and 1,500 yards or whatever. Like I, there's no reason to see why he should have slipped up that much. So, I mean, if he's going to really start coming on, 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to be able to do. I, I, I extended that because I don't want to talk about Bears Saints. Look, the offense is a fucking joke. The defense, an insane amount of respect for what they did. They kept the team in it the whole time. You know, whims with that drop, fucking pathetic. Who knows what that does to the dynamic of the game, but, I mean, the offense is just sad. You know, Mitch is not good. He can't do anything against a good team. I said that going in, and it's exactly what happened. And they were playing so well early on that I was in, and it was 7-3 to three at halftime. It's like they still have a chance. They just got to get some points. And, like, they couldn't even get field goals. Normally we're great at getting field goals. Couldn't do it. I don't know what to say. You know, that defense is championship level, the fact that they did that to the Saints. You know, and because we didn't even it wasn't even 21. We held them to 14, like into the game. And you can't the defense can't be on the field the entire fucking time. That's why I heard somebody on TV say the Saints dominated on both sides of the ball. That is not accurate. That's not what happened in that game. They dominated on offense in the second half because the defense was on the field the entire fucking game. You can't do it. There's just no way. You know, the Bears couldn't get one first down. They needed, couldn't sustain a fucking drive. Get rid of Mitch. Get rid of Nagy. Because even if the problem is one of the guys, it's too late. You know? If I'm on that defense, I don't want to play for that coach who can't get the offense to do anything. You know what I mean? You have to bust your ass against one of the best teams in the NFL to keep your team in it, and they can't do anything to help you? You know, he's supposed to be the offensive guy. So if Mitch is that bad, get rid of him, sure. But I don't know. You know, he clearly can't make the reads, but... It doesn't seem like anybody's ever open. You know what I mean? And there are plenty of bad teams who can move the ball and like end up winning games. It's just it's just it's so sad. So I mean, I blame the scheme. Pace should fucking go too, obviously. He fucking caused this whole thing. We would have won a Super Bowl already probably if we had Deshaun Watson, you know. I mean, it's just the biggest whiff like you can't it's like somebody cheats on you and you take them back it's like that's always going to be in the back of your head like you already made too big of a mistake i just want a clean break you guys gotta go you know we should get eric b enemy or here's the thing like if you're gonna keep trubisky then we need to get hire arthur smith from the titans and just try to build the fucking titans part two i don't fucking know i want Nagy gone he's probably not going to be gone i want trubisky gone he's probably not going to be gone but if they don't fucking draft a guy again i want the byu guy or the north dakota state guy nobody else is going to be available probably if they don't do that like (laughs) what the fuck it's just like you're just giving up on next season too he's not gonna do it you know what i mean everybody talks about how shocking it is that josh allen made a turn in his third season this is his fucking fourth season You know, and he has made no turns. And you can compare all the stats you want. Yeah, his record's the same as Deshaun's or blah, blah, blah. Look at the touchdowns. (laughs) Deshaun Watson has like 110 touchdowns. Mitch is like 60. You know, look at Mahomes' numbers. It's just like, you want to look at numbers. Look at the TDs. We don't score any points. You know, you look at his numbers in the Saints game. Let me read this stat line. 19 to 29, 199, one touchdown, no picks. One sack. Rating? 
98.6. You know what the QVR is? 13.1. That's the story of his career. It looks fine, sure, especially when most of those completions, yards, and the touchdown came on the last drive where it literally didn't matter and none of it counted towards anything. So it's like, yeah, his numbers always do look okay. Which is why I think it's a product of the coaching. I don't fucking know what it's a product of. That's why it's too confusing for me to care. Get rid of everybody. I want them all gone. It's like, fuck. Don't compare him to anybody. The fact that you have to make those comparisons is because you're just like trying to be like, oh, see, he's not that bad. It's like, no, he's that bad. Stop trying to convince anybody otherwise. It's unhealthy. I don't want to think the wrong... Don't let people think the wrong thing. You know? We need to be honest. He sucks. He sucks. Like... You know what I mean? The people on TV just need to keep the ratings. They can't be like, look at how fucking awful this team is. You know? Why would you want to watch? That's all it is. There's no any like truth behind any of it. Just watch him play. He can't play. That's it. You know? And then you watch, like I just mentioned, fucking Taylor Heineke playing his first game ever and Shred. John Wolford played fine in his first game. And I guess first game is a thing. Yeah, there's no scouting, whatever. I remember Caleb Haney at one point, I thought, was like the answer. You know, so I do get that part of it. But I mean, like, you know, the Bengals win game, have won games <laughs> with better offense. And, like, they have a terrible offense. Like, they can string together something. Like, every team in the NFL has a better offense than the Bears to, in my head. Like, that's how horrific it feels. No, like, oh, well, they made the playoffs. Why are you so sad? It's like, watch them play. Tell me what there is to be excited about. And also, everybody's like, oh, they're 8-8, eight eight, they're in the playoffs. Well, now they're 8-9. and nine. They had a sub-500 season. You know, it would have been better to not make the playoffs. They would have had a better record. Like, this is not good. There's nothing to be proud of. You know, there's nothing to build on. You can build on that defense can add more to it bolster it up the offense needs to change you know we got to redo the offensive line we got to get maybe not it's like okay now but we need to bolster that and get rid of the quarterback get rid of the coach okay fuck that and re-sign Allen robinson jesus christ if they fucking let that guy go too it's awful it's over i'm furious <laughs> this is my angriest episode of all time okay and then ravens titans okay the ravens are lame and like fucking honestly it's just like i i think that there's idiots the whole like we're gonna dance on your logo thing first of all the original logo thing was just from unless i'm misremembering aj brown was just like doing pregame warm-ups and he happened to walk on the logo and they like got all mad about it for no reason and uh, Mike Rabel was like, this is what you're fighting about? This is stupid. And he walked away. And that was the end of it. And now we're going to act like this is some crazy Ravens revenge because the Titans disrespected them? It's like, no, they're acting like children. They ganged up and jumped on the logo. Like, you know what I mean? This is, like, this is what we talked about with sportsmanship. It's like, you guys are acting like kids. You guys are acting like you won the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> you beat the Titans in the divisional round. You know? And the Titans' defense is bad, and their offense couldn't step up. You know, there's nothing I can say. I thought that they were going to make a run. Um, Not having Corey Davis was big. The Ravens' D is good. They stopped Eric Henry. The Titans' D couldn't stop Lamar from escaping, really. They did it. At the end, they didn't do a good job of stopping him in the run. 
designed run even, period. But they were doing a good job up until a point, and they still had a chance at the end. They just couldn't capitalize on anything. What are you going to do? Um, Lamar still clearly cannot throw. Everybody's like, look at Lamar. He did it. He won a game. Yeah, he won a game. Good for him. You know, great. I love to watch him play too, but to act like, oh, look at him show up in the playoffs. It's like he played like shit as a quarterback. You know what I mean? What plays did he make in the passing game that were, you know, the definitive moments that won them the game? It's like, no, he did it with Lee, which is fine. I mean, whatever it takes to win is whatever it takes to win. But to act like he, like, stepped out of the shadow of his previous playoff performances is like, no, not really. It's more on the Ravens' D than anybody else. He didn't play that well, <laughs> you know? I mean, his touchdown run was unbelievable very frustrating because i was rooting for the titans um but i mean they are you know they earned it they're just like i have no interest in them john harbaugh is like a little bitch (laughs) i've never liked the ravens and uh that's just gonna continue they're just like ugh, just sad and brown steelers the steelers almost made that crazy comeback (laughs) they were down 35 to 7 at one point almost did it you know, it was the same scenario as Patriots-Falcons in that Super Bowl. It was like they couldn't fuck up once the rest of the way, and then they did a couple times. They had a chance. Uh, at one point, I think they were only down 13, and then it was 16, you know, so still doable, and they just couldn't do it. Understandable. Uh, you shouldn't have let yourself get into that hole to begin with. Nobody saw that coming, but, uh, I mean... Valiant effort, frankly. I thought that they were going to pull it off. I was like, I want to turn this off at halftime. And then they just kind of kept chipping away, chipping away. I was like, can they do it? Just barely didn't, frankly. I, I really felt like the momentum had flipped. Um, but, you know, you can't turn it over like that. Blah, 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 blah. But also, like, that dual running threat, like I talked about last week, is scary. Uh eventually there's going to be a game who knows maybe it's next week where they're just going to both get 25 carries and it's going to work possibly i don't know because like their passing game isn't bad they looked good they looked really good uh which is dope too that was my route for but i didn't pick them so my picks were not great you know i went 500 if you remember i technically picked the saints (laughs) so that's the only reason why had I done what I should have, it would have been even worse. But we just gotta we gotta be honest on this show. It's what it's all about. Uh so we'll uh do the divisional round and then we'll get out of here. This went by fast. Gotta do I gotta get angry more often. <laughs> Rams Packers. Here's the thing, I fucking hate the Packers. I honestly don't think that they're that good. I know that that's crazy. Everybody said that about them last year, and now all of a sudden they're not, even though it's the same team with the same record. Last year they weren't good. This year they are good. You guys, how'd you how'd you come to that conclusion? Same team, same record, same coach, same everything. Shut the fuck up. Football narrative people are the worst. Uh, that Rams defense, what they did to the Seahawks is insane, regardless of how they were playing. That's a playoff game at home with Russell Wilson. I mean, 
They shut them the fuck down. As long as Aaron Donald is fine and playing, I don't know. Like, that team is playing to win games. That that was scary. So I'm taking the Rams, and that's a genuine pick. Like, I think that they'll do it, regardless of who plays quarterback for them. Uh, and who knows? Maybe Goff will be better enough that he could actually make some throws. That I don't know, but their running game is scary. Like, they're a really, really good team. I like the Rams team now way better than their Super Bowl team, which also ended up being a crazy good defensive team. This one is so much better. Uh, and, you know, like Todd Gurley's not good anymore anyway, so even if he was still on the team, it's not like that would make a difference. So, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of liking them in the NFC, period, but who knows? Uh, and then Ravens, Bills, I'm taking the Bills. I just don't think that they'll lose, especially at home. But who knows? Both guys have never been here before. Well, the Ravens played in the divisional round, but, like, uh, you know, having won a playoff game, now this is a new territory for them. But, uh, I mean, it's pretty much a toss-up. I'm taking the Bills just because home, Josh Allen, all those reasons, they're a better offense and, I mean, their defense has been stepping up. Lamar will probably run all over him. Let's be honest. I don't think he'll make the passing plays he needs. And if the Bills, as long as the Bills can score, it's really up to the Ravens' D, then they're going to be fine. I'm taking the Bills. This one would definitely, like, obviously none of these games would be a shocker, really, other than the Browns winning. Because, uh, you know, that's the whole point of this point in the playoffs. But especially that one, I would say that's the biggest toss-up of the thing. I, I consider those teams to be almost evenly matched at this point. Because the Ravens are going to be coming in with hype. I do think they over-accelerated that. Over, over-accelerated. They got over-excited and they over-celebrated. Over-accelerated. That's pretty good. That flows nice. Remember that. Accelerated. Uh, so that could be a thing. Browns, Chiefs, taking the Chiefs, how could you not? That's really the only reason why the Browns wouldn't shock me if they, you know, showed up and it wasn't a blowout, which, like, if you told me Saturday, hey, if the Browns win and have to play the Chiefs, it's like, oh, well, that would be a mistake. (laughs) You know, that was basically why I picked the Steelers. It's like, because what are the Browns going to do against the Chiefs? But now... I kind of buy it. They were insanely good. And now, you know, that fucked up snap at the beginning of the game really fucked up the Steelers for the entire thing. You know, set them in a huge hole that just kept getting dug. But, I mean, the Browns want to play. You know, I I don't know if it's going to be a blowout. I don't think it will. Might be close. But, obviously, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Bucks Saints taking the Bucks. Not going to beat them three times. Brady Brady wants to go back. And uh, the best collection of weapons he has ever had, no question. Like, that is the best receiving core in the NFL by far. All three of those guys could be number one receivers on pretty much any team. And uh, Gronk still got it. They used him very smartly. They're like, uh, he's too good at blocking, so we'll just have an extra tackle in at all times this entire game. We're not going to let Washington's defense beat us. 
smart call. Maybe they'll do the same thing against the Saints. Who knows? They're going to have to try something new because it has not fared well the first couple times. But, I mean, look at the way the Saints played against the Bears. They don't look good. Their offense is not good. Drew Brees is not good. You know, it's all Alvin Kamara. Like, their skill positions are great, and their offensive line is great. But Brees can't do it. Obviously, Taysom Hill can't do it. He's a fucking joke. I'm sick of everybody praising this guy. I've said this before. But, I mean, come on. (laughs) Wide receivers and running backs do what he does all the time. They're just not listed as a quarterback. Like, it's not impressive. Anyway. And, like, Winston wouldn't, you know, you can't trust to bring him in. I don't know. I just think the Bucks D will have to really step up because they got the shit kicked out of them last time. I think the offense will be ready. So that should be fun. That's I'm the most excited for that game, to be honest. I'm hoping that's a shootout because there's been a lot of good defensive games. You know, even if the scores were a little higher, like Rams-Seahawks, I would consider that a defensive game, you know. But Bears-Saints was, Ravens-Titans, you know, Colts-Bills, kind of. That one was more of just like a slugfest. That was fun. You know, that's the type of thing I'm expecting, I guess. At the very least, they're going to be trading blows. If it's not straight up like touchdown, 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 it's going to be like, oh, you you want to throw a fucking haymaker? All right. Here's a couple jabs. Boom, we're right back in it. I hope so. Anyway, all you can hope for is good games, too. Ultimately, I don't give a fuck about any of these outcomes, but let's go through my fix one more time. Rams, Packers, I'm going Rams. Ravens, Bills, I'm going Bills. Browns, Chiefs, I'm going Chiefs. Bucks, Saints, I'm going Bucks. So, you know, two underdogs. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Went 500 the first time, so who knows? But God, I love the playoffs. Uh, I hate the Bears. Uh, you know, everybody shut the fuck up and just relax. <laughs> you heard the whole thing. com. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Or don't. Maybe you don't have any. I don't know. If you want some, maybe we can go storm city hall together (laughs) all right i'm out of here i are fat you are fat we are fat calculator